Hello and welcome to Super Boothers. I am Extreme Couponer Ryan Salinas. And I've always been a couponer. Where have you been, Ismail? <laughs> so this is, first of all, Extreme Couponing is my new favorite show. Like, I think I want to do it, but and it's really like kind of crazy, like how incredibly judgmental you become watching this stuff. It's kind of like everyone is like, you know, a professional football player, you know, sitting on your couch and eating chips all day. Like, same thing. This woman had like a thousand dollar bill, got it down to like twelve dollars. I was like, I could have got it down to eight. I, I I haven't found that to be worth the time, but I do know someone actually in my family that does that. And really, I've, yeah, I've heard like ridiculous stories. Like this person would go buy stuff and then get a receipt for a refund. Like she'd buy stuff and then get paid for it. Uh, I don't know how she pulls it off, but. That, that's a great scam that I would love to be a part of. Um, <laughs> funny enough, like, uh, you know, I think that like my grandfather has done this before. So like typically, I mean, not like to this extreme, but like if he finds like, hey, you know, a three liter soda is, you know, a dollar fifty and there is a dollar twenty five coupon. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to like stock up like he totally does that. But it's only like one item at a time. I remember whenever I was growing up and I would go to the grocery store with my grandmother and I uh, – oh, child. So I remember one time asking my grandmother for Oreos, and that woman said that we could not afford it. I never asked her for Oreos ever again. Fast forward whenever I move into my first apartment and I'm going to the grocery store to like get everything set up, I pass by the Oreos, and guess what I purchased? A ton of Oreos. <laughs> because I could afford it. That woman was lying. And that's another thing. She would use coupons, and I would get so embarrassed. Like, I would be mortified. However, I will use a promo code like nobody's business. I've got Just to don't say, call it a coupon. <laughs> I've got to say, I never would have imagined Ryan P. Salinas <laughs> considering being a couponer. That's just not what I it's, pictured. It, it's fun to watch, but and there's also extreme cheapskates, which is just a, 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 the most disgusting. I'd rather watch Survivor and people eat bugs rather than watch whatever these people do in Manhattan. Having said all that, though, uh, yes. I do I do believe it's you should be a smart shopper, right? So if there's something, if you can get something for less very easily, why not? And nowadays it's so easy with all these, what is it, like Rakuten now and cash back and rewards programs. Like I get free coffee. At Dunkin' yeah. Donuts all the time. It's, it doesn't require much effort. So you should be a smart shopper. But clipping I coupons, will, like paper coupons, no. I mean, it's 2021. Come on. I will buy a pair of $600 shoes for a lot of airline miles. Absolutely. But am I going to like clip coupons to like save on, you know, milk? Probably not. I don't know. Speaking of coupons, though, I do yes, need a, yes. a, I need a new office chair. I got to get this one squeaking. I got to put some WD-40 on it. Hopefully it doesn't come through. Nice, nice. This – oh, oh, oh. So I did this thing where I was – I'm telling you TikTok is going to ruin my life. So with TikTok, I saw this thing where this girl switched out her her – you know the wheels on your chair? Yes. You know how like they're always like horrible and like sticky? She switched them to rollerblade wheels. So now you're like your office chair is on rollerblade wheels. This thing has changed my life. <laughs> I, I guess this is what 40 must feel like because of like uh, these wheels rolling on the carpet. 
I, 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 I mean, it's just like it, it just glides. It makes my life so much easier. Like I, I don't have to struggle to get out of my chair. These are the the life hacks that you get on TikTok, you know. So it's a productive use of your time. Uh, that it is. By the that way, I just is. I just made an account, so I'm, I'm going to probably experiment with it. If everyone wants to follow me at Mr. Humit on TikTok. So this is I've been on TikTok, however, not pertaining to this industry or personally, and I got like twelve thousand followers like super quickly. Wow. You know that's uh, uh this is probably a side note, not to go too off the rails, but just very quickly to mention to people, I have heard that. TikTok's algorithm is like the best way to get exposed to new people. Like anybody can put up videos and get 12,000 subscribers very quickly. So it's a powerful tool. Yeah. So the key to TikTok is to post every day, twice a day. And don't stop. Just keep going. And like the algorithm recognizes like, hey, you're out there producing content. And then another thing is take popular sounds Put them on your TikTok, but bring the volume all the way down so it shows like you're like still like contributing even though you're not. Wait, 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 what? Bring Little the volume hacks. down so it shows like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you put like the – like if there's like a popular song, you put on that song onto your TikTok, but you bring that added volume all the way down and leave your recorded volume all the way up so it attaches to that song. So it's just uh, – it appears where like the songs are. But it's not playing. Wow, look at that. No, you know, no. Yeah, yeah. A little hack. Ryan, a little Ryan hack. with the hacks. I like the hacks. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Speaking of hacks. Yes. <laughs> just a horrible got, segue. I've got nothing. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking. There's a new TV show called Hacks. I haven't seen it yet, but. I haven't heard anyways. of it. Uh, I, I, I dropped a conference. You dropped it? I dropped it. So I was sitting around one day. And I was thinking to myself, I go, Ryan, you know what you should do? Everyone's bored. Because <laughs> that's what I do. I just sit around in a smoking robe. And I was just like, I need to put it on a conference. This is this is what I need to do. And so I go to my staff. I said, staff. I said, we're putting on a conference. And they looked at me and they go, Okay. And now it's a thing. Um, we just launched it. It's Photo Booth Live, photoboothlive.co. It is August 2nd through 4th at the New York, New York Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, the only photo booth show on the strip. Mm. You love saying that, don't you? Ugh, you have no idea. And I love, <laughs> you know me so well. And I love saying the first photo booth show in over a year. Yep. So like, that's right. just like shocking to me. The first live photo booth shown over a year. So let's talk about this. Why? And for people who didn't know, I think we've talked about this before, but obviously we do things together and I wanted to do PBNY with you. It just wasn't the right time for you. So I'm Correct. glad that you, you finally scratched the itch to do uh, an event. Uh, I can't wait to see how you do it, put your spin on it. But why did you decide to do it now? Um, especially like I don't know. Are people still concerned about post-pandemic? I don't know. Like, why did you decide to do it now? Not in this country. Um, so this is the thing is, I think that, you know, mask fatigue and pandemic fatigue is real. People are tired of it. They're over it, whether or not um, they should or not. I don't know. Uh, there was a statistic that came out that said that, 60% of people in the United States have at least had one vaccine, like at least one shot of the two. Um, 
So technically, everyone at least has some sort of protection in theory. Uh, I don't think it's been a thing. I I came up with this idea pretty quickly, and it got set into motion even faster. I, I have, you know, my process, and it just kind of like spun out of control really quickly. And I asked a couple of people like, hey, like, what would – are you open to doing this? And, you know, the little small group that I asked was like, yes, absolutely. Like, I need to get out of here. And I think that's been kind of the case. Um, so there have been a couple of people that have purchased tickets that are have told me that this is their first like trip out. Like this is like first time on an airplane again in, you know, well over a year and a half. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's what is that? Uh, people are getting a little stir crazy uh, sitting around. So I think a little, little cabin the, fever, a little island fever. Yeah, the getting together with people in person is much needed, but also um, and we've mentioned this the last few episodes, there's definitely a pickup in events. Like even I'm starting to see a, a significant for me, like, and I, I will admit that I'm really not even trying, uh, honestly, to book gigs at this point in time, but they're rolling in. So yeah. there's definitely a pickup. Um, so it seems like the right time to kind of regroup and maybe re-strategize to best capitalize on, on this coming wave. Yeah, and I think that that's the thing that I've kind of like kept in the back of my mind as well is, you know, if you've been able to hang on this long and if you still are operating, then you kind of need to like refocus and figure out what's going on and how to move forward. I do love a show. So we're at New York, New York. Go ahead. So yeah, so I, I know you uh, mm-hmm. and I know like walking, like picking my venue and walking through my venue with you and how – you want to put your the, the Salinas touch on things. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the Salinas touch on this event? Because I know it's going to be unlike anything else that people have been to. Yeah, uh, we we have a little bit of a high ticket cost, and that's okay. Um, I think that what we what I wanted to do is there is uh, another conference. I kind of two conferences that I kind of like molded this on. Uh, cause they weren't kind of doing the things that I would want to, the way how I would want to, I would, <sighs> I am like, it is getting so hot. I can't even speak, uh, the way how I would want to do it. So th- what we're doing is with the conference registration, everyone is staying on property. So with your conference registration, hotel is included. Uh, we are also doing, I got a fabulous partnership with Uber and they are taking care of our transportation round trip. So literally all you have to do is get to McCarran airport in Las Vegas and everything is taken care of from there. Um, you'll get an Uber and it'll take you to the hotel. Uh, all the meals are included breakfast and lunch. And we just went over the menus and they are fabulous uh and i really do mean that um this is not a continental little here's your bagel like move along thing like this is like i i'm referring to it as a bountiful breakfast which i absolutely love in a hotel first thing in the morning and uh lunches and we're doing a mixer and then conference attendance so it's it's all kind of included um we're really limiting it to only 30 people uh that is i think part of uh collaboration is to kind of have like your small group of people um what we're going to do is we'll be able to split people into groups split people into pairs split people into quarters uh and see what kind of things people come up with um we have a schedule so the way how i kind of like dreamed this up is 
and this is going to be really funny is I didn't want speakers at this event because one of the things that you and I have talked about is there have been so many events with the same people, myself included, uh, that speak at these things. And yes, that's great. Yes, that's, you know, all fun and good. But at the same time, I do not want to hear from certain people and they know who they are. <laughs> you know, I made it, I made a joke. Alan Berg will not be at this event. Um, and that's, and that's, I think the beauty of it. So what we did was we are taking conversation topics, carefully curating them, and they're going to be led by attendee moderators. So you yourself could moderate a conversation. Um, the goal is for every moderator to have the opportunity to begin a session with like a five to seven minute question or concern or a statement or opinion or whatever say whatever it is they have to say about the topic and then everyone else go into discussion uh now not all of these things will not all of these uh topics will be like this but for the most part most of them will we have go ahead i was just gonna say uh, before you dive deeper into that i think what you mentioned earlier about the price it's very important to keep in mind yes it's higher but it includes all the things that you mentioned that's a very important fact right so you can't just compare it to other conferences that do not include the room that do not include the food right so that do that not is include a, the uber yes the transportation so that yeah. when you factor that in it may seem expensive but i would say it's not expensive and i do agree that um, and like even when i was organizing pbny uh i it, it's a challenge because you want to bring in different perspectives, different speakers, because you're right, a lot of the same people speak at everything. Um, so I think the tack that you went at it with is making it more attendee-oriented, attendee-focused is kind of revolutionary. I don't think anyone in the industry has done that before. So that, that might make it hard for people to kind of imagine what that would be like, but I think everyone would be excited that, that hey, it's not going to be just me listening to people. Like I'll actually be a part of the conversation, leading the conversation. Uh, that, that's something very different. Yeah, and what we're doing is we got a – we're calling it our megaphone. It is like a gigantic foam microphone that is throwable. So the goal is for people to be, be able to have a dynamic conversation, have the mic, and then be able to throw it to the next person. Uh, it is such a cool thing, and I am so beyond blessed to have – I literally, we were sold out in sponsorships. 24 hours after I emailed people. Yeah, that was surprising to me. I was like, okay, you know, maybe, <laughs> some people, maybe some people are still kind of like, you know, hurt economically from the year before, but no, nah, it seemed like people were all guns blazing, ready to go. Yeah. So what, so this is the thing is what I wanted to do is this will not have a regular trade show. I did not want that only because a, for all these manufacturers, and and vendors to be able to get out to Vegas to mess with shipping their stuff, getting it, you know, to the room, having it set up, the staff that it takes. I did not want anyone to bear the financial burden of this. So the goal really was to have people have, you know, a six or eight foot table. Here's your networking table. And, you know, if you want to bring a photo booth, that's fantastic. If you want to, you know, have like laptop a tv or whatever that is completely fine i did not want people going crazy setting up ridiculous booths because that is not the purpose of this like the purpose is to have 
debates and quickfire Q&A and really deep, meaningful, even difficult conversations that we have yet to have. Like literally it is – I've always learned from other people and I've always learned from someone say, hey, you know what? I do it this way. Um and that's the thing is there's a lot of seasoned people like me. We are old and we are set in our ways. And there might be a new person that has a new way of doing things that I don't know about. Um, and I'm really excited for that. Like I'm excited just to learn as much as everyone else is. Um, but going back to the sponsors, we had – I emailed a handful of people. I was like, listen, I'm doing this. And – Everyone came back in 24 hours and was like, yes, absolutely. Here you go. Let's do it. Um, so I'm really excited. Our platinum sponsorship is LA Photo Party. Uh, Dave Miller and I, I sent him an email. He called me the next day and was like, this is amazing. Let's do it. And I am just so incredibly grateful for LA Photo Party and Snap Pick, uh, Photo Booth Owners, Pick Pick Social, uh, and we have a couple more that we're announcing a little bit later on. But I am so ridiculously thankful for all of the sponsors that have given this their blessing. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly a, a good sign that the top brands in the industry are, are getting behind it. And I think it's a testament to like uh, what we've built with this show, right? There's a lot of credibility that we've built with this show. The community, um, we've shown ourselves over and over again. And hopefully we show ourselves again and show up for this event. Uh, so, Ryan, for people who are thinking, hey, that sounds great, but I'm a little bit more introverted, yada, yada, yada. How would you better, like, can you better explain what the experience will be like from an, like, if people are afraid of speaking, will they, will they feel out of place here? You know, I don't this- think, truthfully, I I think that it might be best for you not to come. Oof. And I literally mean this only because if you are introverted, I mean, I'm I'm saying we do events. You have to be outgoing. You have to put yourself out there. So I think that if you are introverted and you do come, you need to put yourself out there a little more. And I think that it'll be good for you to get that social interaction and just to bounce ideas off of people. I think that, that that's truly how everyone works the best. I really want this to be an event full of loud mouth. <laughs> Literally, that's why the logo is a megaphone. If anything, the logo should have been a mute button because we're going to have a hard time shutting people up. Yeah, I think for me as an outsider, the way I would describe it is when you go to a conference and you hear someone speak on stage and they're done, and then like a crowd forms around them and everyone's kind of asking them questions and having a conversation. That's how I would describe uh, the, what the experience would be like here. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, but it seems like it's it's that element where uh, there's not someone on stage speaking to you. You're kind of around each other and all engaging in a conversation, uh, which is very different than what people are used to. You know, that's the big thing is, first of all, doing this podcast, I am done talking into dead air. I am over it and you and i have done it for i don't know what four years now wow i'm old right <laughs> let's, let's put it let's put it this way i had zero kids when we started and now i have two so that's... <laughs> yet i have an age today yes um no but that's the thing is i am done talking into dead air like whenever we do this podcast we say things we put stuff out into the world and then maybe just maybe 
someone will message us and say, wow, I was thinking the exact same thing. Hey, this is so weird. I literally was just doing this and thank you so much for helping me. And then we go do these live events and, you know, we're up there talking. And then again, all we get to, well, then it kind of helps a little bit that we get to kind of like see people nodding a little bit and that kind of helps to get like that little bit of feedback, but I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. Like I really just want to be in a room, talk to people, say these things, and then have someone be able to talk back to me. Like what a revolutionary concept. Yeah, there's definitely that instant feedback. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's just the podcast, but I don't, I don't know if you can get that with any like electronic medium. I think that's an in-person kind of thing where there's people in the room, you feel the vibe, you see the nodding of the heads. Uh, people can ask you questions right there and interrupt you. That's definitely hard to replicate with any technology. Seriously, um, please yeah. interrupt me. Okay. I cannot, uh, I cannot wait. What do you mean you're done? Are we done? What do you mean? You said you're done with, with talking to dead air. Yeah. I'm done, air? Talking to, I'm done with talking to dead air. I want to talk to people. So anyways, uh, what we're doing is, we actually just went on a whole property wide site visit to talk about all the fun things that we're going to do at, um, I should call it PBNYNY. <laughs> you know, I was going to say, I was going to say, this is very familiar. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so we are doing uh, a mixer and I'm so excited. Uh, I'm not going to say where I'm, I'm literally going to keep a whole bunch of stuff a secret. Like the only thing that I'm going to publish is the schedule and that's it. I will say the swag bag. It literally will be the most iconic swag bag in this entire industry. But of course, literally the gifting is beyond like it is the, it is the one thing that I fought for. Like whenever we were going over the budget, I was like, listen, I want to shove a crap ton of money toward that swag bag because I, I really I, want it to be useful. And that's why I'm not selling merch. There is zero merch for sale. I can imagine this conversation. I've, I've seen this conversation with you. So <laughs> I, can, I can see how the room was, was reacting when you said that, but I just know how you are and I, I wouldn't expect anything less. Yeah. Well, what was funny is whenever we went to go, we were meeting with the catering manager and she goes, Oh, so should we do some colorful linens? I'm like, no, no, sweetie. I'm taking care of that. Thank you. <laughs> do you know who I am? God. Exactly. Have so we what met? About, what about for uh, like, you're a Vegas expert as well. Mm. Um, are things like everything's open with the events and are they cheaper now? Is it easier to get stuff, do stuff now? Or is it kind of the same as it always is? Um. So... By the time this show rolls around, uh, Cirque du Soleil shows will be back up and running. Uh, Resort World is opening up at the end of the month. And they lifted the mask mandate, so it's not required in casinos anymore. Um, buffets are open. I mean, nature's healing. It's pretty much back to normal. But what about like the cost of stuff? Are they still like discounting to try to get people to do things and go there or not really? I think midweek. Got it. Uh, I think. Who am I I asking? You know, you never track the price. Well, no, we actually do. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, no, we actually do. We, we, we were actually pulling um, hotel rates for 
you know, the week of uh, our conference. And for the most part, uh, stuff is about the same. I think midweek is cheapest. Um, so weekends are, you know, almost what they were pre-COVID. Is it that much cheaper to go off the strip? What do you mean? I don't think like, so. Yeah, because it seems like um, like you're you're saying oh it's expensive, but if you factor in the room and everything, it seems comparable to what uh at least I spent going off strip. So I wonder why people don't do this. Good for you. Ryan. Yeah, I don't know. Well, no, and that's the thing is I really wanted to be like the less people thought of things, the better. Um, I am also planning a second one. Um, yeah is this gonna so, be at the, at the new york hotel in california the second one no uh we will announce the second one whenever it is more solidified however i'm i'm kind of going all in on this one so uh, now yeah. rash, rational minds want to know ryan yes why <laughs> why like double down on a second one before the first one even happens like what gives you the confidence it, this will be unlike anything else. And I know that whenever you were kind of doing PBNY, it was like, okay, um, it's going to be the one. And then you were kind of debating, well, I don't know if there will be a second one. And I, I don't, I don't have that hesitation with this because I think it'll be something that will be uh, a staple in our industry almost. Yeah, and and just for the record, it's not like um, for from from my perspective, I just didn't know. I wanted to make something amazing. I didn't know if I could replicate it again, right? So, uh, but you're doing it differently. It's not about like when you're doing it in the the, the event the traditional way. You got to get different speakers each time to mix yeah. things up. But we're, the way you're doing it, it's focused on the attendee. It's always going to be different, right? Because it's whatever always. You're worried about that you're dealing with, that you're going through, that you're working on. That's the difference in each event, right? So that's, it's a really, really different, interesting spin on this. So I'm excited to see how people react to it. One of the things that we're going to do is on day – and I will give, I guess, this away – is um, on day one, our first uh, topic is called Open Auditions. And it's going to be about hiring people because I think that that is one of the things that is such an issue in everyone's daily life. Who am I going to get to run this stuff? What happens if someone leaves? How do I replace someone? How do I pick good people? And that is something that I've gotten asked pretty often is how do you pick good people? Granted, half the people are related to me. So that kind of helps, but even if they're related to you, it doesn't mean that they're going to be good help. <laughs> um, but at the same time, uh, one of the things that we're going to do is this will be – I'm, I'm going to moderate the first one only because there is an activity that I did whenever we were going to hire people. Um, so we're going to be able to do that activity in front of all the attendees. So that is what I am most excited for is – being able to kind of pick out people. Um, and I think if you go back in the episodes a long time ago, you'll see what we're going to do. Um, but I'm going to make you do the work. And if you want to go find that episode, by all means. <laughs> um, but if not, stay tuned. Good luck digging through hundreds of episodes. <laughs> I don't even this know. Is, I wouldn't even know where to begin to find it. This is crazy. I can't believe it's been so long. 
Yeah. Are you sick of me yet? No. You know what? Come to think of it, I not I am sick of you. No, no, no. That's not what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> no, you. Ismail has asked me. He goes, "Do you think we're ever going to run out of things to talk about?" And I go, "Absolutely not." Like there is literally always something to talk about. Well, I will agree with you that I'm. I'm also. I don't know if I'm sick of it or how you want to phrase it, but I'd, speaking into the dead air makes it challenging because, like. For me, it's like, oh, what what else should we talk about? What else do we want to talk about? When you don't have that direct feedback from people, um, yeah, I do have that concern. I'm like, oh, what are we going to talk about? Is there going to be enough topics? So if you're listening, uh, please continue to send us your feedback and let us know what resonates with you, what you want to hear more about. Uh, there's a bunch of people listening that regularly message me just to let me know, like, hey, how things are going? Or are they raising prices? Are they booking things or things back? And I, I really appreciate and love that uh constant communication because it like it helps us keep our finger on the pulse of what's really going on out there yeah absolutely um so I'm where, can go, where can people go to find out more and see more and all that good stuff photoboothlive.com.co um we I, i'm posting things in the super boothers facebook group and there is also a photo booth live facebook group uh i'm posting updates there and then the instagram photo booth live Everything is on the website. It is going to be magnificent. <laughs> My best work yet. If that doesn't get people excited about attending, I don't know what will. So I urge people to check out photoboothlive.co. Um, if you're available on these days, check it out. What's the harm, right? And if you enjoy going to other events, and the best part of those events are talking and networking with people, or speaking with speakers and asking them questions directly, like face-to-face -face on the same level, I think that you'd find this really valuable. So check it out.